Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. This is the Entree Architect Podcast, Episode 73. Welcome back to the Entree Architect Podcast. My name is Mark R. LePage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, you're in the process of launching a startup, or you may be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. In addition to developing my sales system at Five Cat Studio, the concept of target market was the one thing that I credit most to the success of Five Cat Studio, my architecture firm here in Westchester County, New York. I see specialists all over the place. They're specialists in commercial and residential and industrial and institutional. They're specialists in all of that. I look, I look at architects' websites all the time and I see specializing in commercial and residential and institutional. I see it all the time. Specialists in everything specialize in nothing. Your customers want you to be the best at what they hire you for. If there are nine firms of generalists, Great designers, but no focus. And there's one expert focused on being the very best at designing restaurants. Who will receive the first call when that local celebrity chef is looking to hire for her next trattoria? This week on the Entrepreneur Architect Podcast, I'm going to share my thoughts on why 
your target market may be the most important part of your business. Support for everything we do here at Entree Architect is provided by our platform sponsor, FreshBooks, the easiest way to send invoices, manage expenses, and track your time, FreshBooks. For a free 30-day trial, visit freshbooks.com architect. Each week, the Entree Architect Academy comes together for a live video conference. We have a private membership group where each week we discuss a new topic of business, uh, something that, that will help us focus on success in our businesses, on our leadership, or just generally in our life as architects. And this week, the topic was target market. And I love this subject. This is one of my favorite subjects to talk about. And so I wanted to, to bring it here to the podcast as well and talk about it a little bit more because I enjoy talking about target market because I think it's so important. I think it is maybe the most important thing you need to, to focus on in order to be a successful business. So um, I want to tell you a little bit about my story at 5Cat, 5Cat Studio. We, we started much like many other architects as a generalist. We put our, our name out there. We started to do work and we would take anything that we could get. We did restaurants and we loved doing restaurants. Uh, they were a lot of fun. We did retail spaces, like boutique retail spaces. Uh, we did nail salons and spas and we did um, office spaces, small office spaces, and we did residential. We did additions and alterations. We did anything that someone would hire us to do. And our website, which we had one of the earliest websites in Westchester County. We had one uh, very early on in, in the late 90s. We had our, our website, 5cat.com. And uh, that website, the early website, showed everything we did. We, we, and we did great work. We were very good designers. We still are great designers. Um, but it, it, it didn't really focus on anything. It was a generalist website. We were general, generalist architects. Our desire was to design high-end custom homes. Sound familiar? How many architects want to design high-end custom homes? That's what we wanted to do. That was our dream. Um, and we, that was what we tried to focus on. That's what we wanted to do. That was the market we wanted. That We did all our networking, trying to get into the circles of the people who did those high-end houses. We were 29 years old. When I say we, it's Anne-Marie McCarthy, who's my wife and my partner here at Five Cat Studio, and me. We were 29 years old when we started the firm in 1999. Two young kids trying to make it out on our own with no money, no clients, nothing. We just launched. And 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 we wanted to do this high-end uh, residential architecture. Uh, Anne-Marie's experience came from very high-end, uh, second and third vacation homes kind of thing. That's where she uh, built her career before we launched Five Cat Studio. So she had the experience. She had some some contacts in that world. Um, but when we started going after that work, we were competing with firms who've been around for 30 years. We, they had decades more experience than we had. So it, 29 years old, what kind of credibility did we have? Uh, the, the work that was out there for us was not high-end custom homes. Um, and so we needed to figure out a way to, to, uh, to build a business. And we started doing whatever we could. Like I said, we, we were generalists. So we would do whatever we would come in. And 
we grew. We grew really fast and we got pretty successful and we started building a reputation for good design. And, and um, then we hit a plateau and we didn't really know why. We stopped growing. Uh, and that was years into the business. You know, so we, we built this business, everything was going well, and then it sort of hit a plateau. And so I went in, I went and I, and I took a course at the local community college about business. And because I needed to figure out what was wrong with our, with our business. And every week, it was a 15 week course. And every week I would go back and I would learn the next thing that I needed to learn about business. And the two things that we learned that turned things around was one was that we, we had no sales system. And I talked about that in the past. So you can go find the episode on, on our sales system at five cat studio. I talked about it in a previous podcast, as well as writing about it on the blog. So you can just go to entree architect and search for, um, for sales system. And you'll find my sales system. I've talked about it. And the other thing was target market. We learned about the concept of target market. Um, and we, we analyzed our current clients at the time. And we discovered that we were serving a, uh, a clientele, our most profitable projects were, we called them high end small projects. So they were, um, they were projects essentially that were, um, uh, they were too big for sole proprietors to handle. Um, and they were, they were too small for these big giant firms to, uh, to take on, you know, times were good and the big firms didn't want those projects. And we were getting a lot of that work and we discovered that there was a void between those two markets of, of very small projects and the very large projects. Uh, and we called that high end small projects. And so that was a place that we focused and we focused on that market to become the best firm in Westchester County, New York on high end small projects. And we analyzed our clients. So who was our client? Okay. So we needed first, we, then we, first we discovered what our, our, our best, most profitable, pro, profitable project was. We knew that there was a big market for that, uh, a void in the market for that. And who was our clients? Our clients were young families with kids, two parent, you know, two working parent families, uh, typically commuting into New York city, living in the suburbs where we are, we're in Chappaqua, New York, about 40 minutes North of New York city. Um, they drive Mercedes and BMWs and Lexus. They live in, live in homes between three and 5,000 square feet. Um, that was our client and, uh, our project was, uh, these highly detailed custom kitchens with typically with additions and renovations and alterations, family rooms, master bedroom suites. So budgets, projects with budgets, uh, about $150,000 to $300,000. That was the market that, that we were focusing on. And we used this target market to build a very strong, profitable business. And we, we stopped going after those big custom uh, new homes because we weren't going to get that work. That work was, was not going, we were not going to be able to get that work as young, young architects. Um, we didn't have the reputation to do that. Uh, and we stopped taking on the smaller projects too, the ones that, that weren't making us any money that were just filling up our boards. So we focused on this market and we built a very strong, profitable business doing that. And then 
the strategy was to work our way up, work our way up to that custom high-end home. The idea was to take a long-term approach, start at a very focused target market, uh, and, and focus on that one single market and dominate it, be the best we can do, uh, on that one market. We stopped marketing to everyone as everything. We stopped being a generalist. We focused on being the best at that one small segment of the market. And, and we didn't stop taking on uh, other projects. We still took on restaurants. We still took on nail salons. But our brand, our message, our conversations we had with people, we talked about this high-end small project. We didn't talk about the restaurants anymore. Um, if the restaurants came in through the door, we would love them. We'd still take them, but we didn't market our, our branding on that. That wasn't our target. That wasn't where we put our effort and our, and our, and our money and our time. We put our money and our effort and our time into a target market. And, uh, we built a brand around that market, telling that story, uh, our story of that market and, and the way we served that market and we serve that market, uh, we, we, we focus on the experience of that client because now we know who that client is and we know that type of market and we know what those clients are looking for. And they're looking for a an architect who will take care of them and lead them through the process because it's an overwhelming process. And so we built the brand around that market telling that story that we were the, the firm in Westchester County who did this work, who knew what they were doing and could, could help them through this process. Um, and everything changed when we did that, when we built the brand around that target market, stopped talking about the restaurants and the, and the retail that we love to do, but wasn't the work that was making us the most money, wasn't allowing us to be focused and to have a target to go after. When we started focusing and working toward a target market and being the best at that one market, everything changed. We made more money. We got better at what we did because we did it all the time. So we got very, very good at it. We literally became an expert in that market. Um, and we had more fun because now we were, we were doing the things that we were really good at and we got very good at it. We can build strong systems around it. And we were very, very, very good at it. Um, and that, that built us a reputation, which allowed us to take on larger and better projects as we grew, as we built the reputation and as we grew physically where we had more staff and more people, we could start taking on and expanding that market. So now we built the brand on this market and we can, we can, build, we can build on that market. And that target market today, 15 years later, has evolved. It's no longer uh, our target market. Our target market is now much bigger. Now our target market are large additions and renovation projects, budgets between half a million dollars and a million dollars. We still do projects that are in that old target market. We still have a very good reputation in that market. And through the, through the recession, those small projects are what kept us alive, and kept us busy and kept boards on the table or boards, our boards full and food on the table. And so, but now our market is $500,000 to a million dollars, large additions and renovations projects, whole house additions and alterations, large projects, not new homes, not those new homes that we wanted originally. We discovered that this 
whole house additions and alterations project was very profitable for us. We now have the reputation and the experience and the portfolio to go after those projects and, and compete with the larger, more established firms. Now we are the more established firms with the big portfolios. We, we're about 40 minutes north of, of New York City. There's not much left, uh, much space left to build, design, and, and, and uh, custom homes in Westchester, Westchester County. There's not a lot of new homes being built here. So it's a very small market. So I'm going to let other people do that. I'm going to let other firms specialize in that and let that be their target mar- market. Go ahead, enjoy it. I'm going to focus on these whole house renovations and alterations, these half a million to a million dollar projects, and be the best at that and dominate that. And and so when people are searching for that project in Westchester County, New York, Five Cat Studio is where they're going to find that market. That's the market that we are. That's the market that we go after. And that's what we do best. That's where we make the most money. That's where we have the most fun. And that's the work that we do. The, the, um, the market for whole house renovations is, is a much bigger market than those new homes. And the key to success for us here at Five Cat Studio is focusing on that one single target market. Would we love to do some custom residential, uh, custom residential new homes? Yes. Would we love to do some really cool, funky restaurant? Yes. We would love those. And absolutely, we would not turn them down. We'd love them to come through the door. But that's not what we're focusing our effort and our time and our money on. We focus our money and our time and our effort on our target market. So right now, I want to take a quick break to thank FreshBooks as our platform sponsor. They support us and provide us funding for our mission to become an influential force in the profession of architecture. They recognize the need for small firms to build better businesses in order to be better architects. That's my mission, and they support that. FreshBooks is the easy-to-use invoicing software designed to help us, small firm architects, get organized, save time invoicing, and get paid faster. And it takes care of invoicing and expense tracking, estimating, all the financial reports, and it all happens out in the cloud, so we can have access to our information anywhere, anytime, wherever we have an internet connection, we have access to our financial records. And so, three reasons why you should take a look at FreshBooks. Number one, it saves us time. FreshBooks customers spend less time on billing each month, freeing up two days per month, possibly, to focus on the work they love. So what would you do with two extra days per month? You can get a lot done with that that amount of time, and FreshBooks helps you do that. FreshBooks helps save time. Number two, you get paid faster. With FreshBooks, you can easily invoice clients from your desk or on the go. So they also have a mobile app where you can actually bill right from your app. And in fact, FreshBooks customers are paid an average of five days faster than other uh, ways of billing. Five days faster. Number three, grow your business. FreshBooks is built to support the needs of growing businesses. On average, FreshBooks customers double their revenue in the first 24 months. That's pretty awesome double your revenue in the first 24 months of using FreshBooks, I would say that's a pretty good reason for checking out FreshBooks. To access your free 30-day trial, 
Go to freshbooks.com slash architect and make sure you let them know that Entree Architect sent you. You can put that in the how did you hear about us section. You put that Entree Architect in there so they know and they continue to support us as our platform sponsor. Freshbooks.com slash architect. So I hear architects say all the time that they want to stay diversified in fear of losing projects. You know, if they open up to every market, then the chances of being called are greater, right? There's more projects if you can do, if you're specialist in residential and commercial and institutional and industrial, all those projects out there, they can all be coming to you, right? No, I say no. It's the big fish scenario. If you're the small firm generalist, then you're that small firm in a really, really, really big ocean. And yes, there's lots of available projects in that big ocean, but how does that small fish ever get noticed in the middle of this gigantic ocean? And also, the, the, there are a lot of really, really big fish in the ocean that eat small fish. So it's not good to be a small fish in the big ocean. And if you move that small fish to a small pond, Suddenly, that small fish looks a lot bigger and looks a lot more impressive. And yes, there are fewer projects in that small pond. But guess what? The pond is a puddle full of celebrity chefs and restaurant entrepreneurs. And that small fish, that small fish is an expert specializing in restaurant design. Can you believe it? That small fish is in a pond full of people who want to hire them. And the other fish in that pond? Yeah, there are lots of fish in that pond. It's a small fish and it's full. It's a small pond and it's full, full of fish. But the other fish are all generalists. They want to try to get every client that comes into that pond. But it's, it's a pond of restaurant owners. And the big fish that came from the ocean is a restaurant designer. So... Now, the, the, they look, the, the other fish in the pond, they look really small and sort of clueless, right? You, the big fish in that small pond, you're the only one that matters to that client. That small fish who was in that big ocean, floating around, looking at those hundreds of millions of potential projects, but nobody could find you, is now in this pond with the client that you want to hire you. You're that small fish in a big pond. You become the big fish in the small pond. You know, picking your target market may be the most important thing you do. And it will make everything you do easier. Knowing your target market will make your branding easier. It'll make your branding more focused and it'll be easier to develop your brand strategy. You'll be able to tell your story easier because now you know your target market. You know your audience. You know your client. You know exactly who they are down to the to the type of car they drive, to the place they eat dinner, to the number of kids they have. You know everything about that client because that's your target. You do all the research you need to know who that client is, why they buy your services. 
Why do they want what you do? So you can become the best at that. So when that type of client comes walking through the door, you're the client, you're the architect that they're going to hire. Your marketing systems will become much more focused. And so you'll, you'll, those projects will be easier to get because now not only are you the expert, your marketing is telling the story that your client wants to hear. Your systems, your business systems will be easier to develop because now you have less to worry about. You only have one focus to worry about. Uh, and you'll become an expert at the codes and the regulations in that market. So, so every project will get easier. When you're a generalist, you need to relearn the codes for that market that you're working in today every time you start a new project. Yesterday, I was working on a, uh, a family room addition, so I needed to know the code for family rooms or, or uh, residential work. Today, I'm working on uh, a, a, a big addition for a commercial office space, and now I need to know all the sprinkler codes and the, and the egress codes for, for commercial spaces. I have to stop and relearn and go through the code, all of that. That all costs you time and money. If you can focus on one target market and you become an expert in that, you don't have to go back to the code book every day to confirm because you know it. You do it every day. You become the best at that one market and you become the best architect for that client. Target market. I believe it may be the most important thing that you can do to establish your target market, to know what it is and go after that one single target market. Don't be afraid. Try it. See what happens. If it doesn't work, go back to being a generalist. I say try it. Pick a target market. What is the, the one project that you do better than anybody else? What is the one project that in your region, there's more of that work than any other kind of work? What is the one market that is looking that you're already doing that is your most profitable project? Figure out what your target market is. What is your best project? And then build everything to go after that market. Become an expert to the entire world that you are the firm to do that work. And you will see a dramatic change in everything you do. You'll make more money. Your business will get better. You'll look better. Your branding will be better. Everything will get easier. And you, my friend, will be happier. And at the end of the day, isn't that what it's all about? Is designing great architecture and having a happy life. Pick your target market. I want to know from you, what is your target market? Because I know some of you have a target market. I want to know what your target market is. Go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 73 and let me know what your target market is. And if you don't have a target market, I want you to pick one today and go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 73 and let me know what your target market is today. Pick one right now. That's your homework. Pick a target market even if you're not going to do all the marketing, even if you're not going to tell the rest of the world what your target market is, at least do the exercise to learn what your target market should be. 
and go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 73 and let me know what that is. And if you want to have a conversation about this, if you want to have a discussion about target markets, if you want to tell me that you disagree with me and tell me all the reasons why, I want you to go to the Entree Architect Facebook group at entrearchitect.com slash group because I started a conversation there and you can tell me exactly what you feel about this subject of target markets. That's entrearchitect.com slash group. That'll take you to the uh, Facebook group. And it's a really great group. There's about 150 to 160 people in there right now. I started it a few months ago. And it's a really, really good group. We have a lot of great conversations in there. Every day there's a new subject and we're having a great a great time in there. So uh, entrearchitect.com slash group will get you there. Uh, if you disagree with me, tell me why. I want to know. I want to know your thoughts on target market. If you like this episode, you know what I want you to do. I want you to go to iTunes and leave me a review because this is how you can help me spread the word about Entrepreneur Architect and our mission to become an influential force in the profession of architecture. We need to be heard as small firms and we will. And how are we gonna do that? By you spreading the word. Tell all your friends about Entree Architect, what we're doing, give them the, the, the email or the email address, give them the website address, entrearchitect.com and go to entrearchitect.com slash iTunes and leave me a review because that is how you can spread the word about this podcast and get more architects to find us when they're searching for architects. They'll find us on iTunes. So entrearchitect.com slash iTunes and that, my friends, oh, you know what? I forgot. I have one new review on iTunes. It's from Tay Tay Cook who gave me five stars. Thank you, Tay Tay Cook. And they simply said, awesome direction. Keep up the great podcast. I will. I will keep up the great podcast. Thank you, Tay Tay Cook. And thank you for the five stars. And thank you for leaving a review. I want the rest of you who have not yet left me a review to please go to iTunes and leave me a review. And now that is a wrap on today's show. Direct link and a download to this episode can be found at entrearchitect.com slash episode 73. And before we go, quote of the week. The aim of marketing is to know and understand the customer so well, the product or service fits him and sells itself. The aim of marketing is to know and understand the customer so well, the product or service fits him and sells itself. It's talking about the target market. If you know your target market so well, and you understand that customer so well, that the product, your service, fits them so well that it sells itself. Pick a target market and everything will get easier. That quote was Peter Drucker, the legendary management consultant and author of more than 30 books on business and, and, and management. Check it out. You can actually check out his book, The uh, Effective Executive, I think it's called. Peter Drucker, one of his 30 plus books. My name is Mark Arla Page, and I am an entrepreneur architect, and I want to see you next week right here at entrearchitect.com slash podcast at the Entree Architect podcast. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. I'll be here. Hope you will be too.
I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like, how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh One that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. There's a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is gonna be a priority. When the job is done, we're gonna actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. (laughs) So for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like, that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.